Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Building Sustainability Podcast with me, your host, Jeffrey Hart, a.k.a. Jeffrey the Natural Builder. Every fortnight, join me as I talk to designers, builders, makers, dreamers and doers, exploring the wide world of sustainability in the built environment by talking to wonderful people who are doing excellent things. Welcome to episode 92 of the Building Sustainability Podcast. This is the third part of the Christmas special all about the building of my tiny home. It features some Christmas festivities which included a bit of drinking, and this is the third and final part. So the the swearing level has ramped up a little bit. Uh, just so you know, if you are listening with small children or sensitive grown-ups. Uh, this episode, we focus on the how long, how much, uh, hardest bits, best bits, how to keep motivation, uh, what's it like living in it, future plans, and uh, advice for potential tiny house builders. And I want to give another shout out to the fantastic team at Kind Supply. We just bought a whole load of hemp insulation off them, their Indie Nature hemp product. Uh, It turned up last week and it is beautiful stuff. And the guys at Kind Supply were really, really helpful. They are new and hopefully, I think at some point, they should be selling Earth Floor pre-mix from myself. Um, So as soon as that's happening, we will let you know. One thing to note about this episode, we talk about how long it took. Uh, I didn't make it very clear. It actually took almost a whole year extra um, from what I thought it would. I thought it would take eight months. It took a year and eight months. Uh, That doesn't come across very well in the podcast. Blame the copious amounts of mixed booze. Um, Okay, I think that's it. Enjoy the episode. And I'm back very briefly at the end. Cheers. Merry Christmas! (laughs) I guess you won that one. (laughs) This is absolute nonsense. So it's my joke. Where's the top? Oh, it was a pencil. Oh, look at that. Okay. I'll pop that behind the ear. Let me just read you the joke. Let's see what the joke says in the cracker. I told my carpenter I didn't want carpeted steps. They gave me a blank stare. Oh! Oh! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
and the crowd went wild. Yeah. Jeffrey, the question on everyone's lips, the burning question. How long did building your tiny house take you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to point that question, actually. Point A, how long did you expect the tiny house build to take you? Point B, how long did the tiny house build take Owie. you? Point C... Are you disappointed with the difference? Are you disappointed with the difference? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll answer point C first. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Concise. Uh, I think I expected it to take... I started in April. I thought I'd be finished by September. Yeah. And uh, I think I started in April and it took until... Probably to be properly finished, August. Yeah. So twice as long. Yeah. So Yoav in the last episode said, you know, building projects take twice as long and cost yes. three times as much. Yes. <sighs> shout out Yoav. Yeah, shout out to Yoav. By the way. Mouth skills. Every time. Uh, go buy one of his cups. Buy several of his cups. Mm. So I think that was actually kind of the hardest part of the build. Like I build houses for a living. What I don't do is build them on my own. Mm. And adjusting, yes. you know, if there's two people, you think, yeah, it's going to take this long. But if you reduce it to one person, it's not half as long. It's way less than that. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, if I need to, if I go like, oh, I haven't got the right screw, yeah. then I need to go to the shop. And I buy the screw and then yeah. I come back. Yeah. And at that point, nothing's happening. Yes. And, you know, like there's things where you're holding stuff up where yeah. two hands make it infinitely quicker. Um, it's an exponential difference, isn't it? It really is. One two. A friend of mine used to say, like, two people make it three times quicker. Yes. Um, and I really, really believe that. Agreed. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, I hadn't gauged how much that would would affect things and it really it was kind of quite a drain on me actually mm. to yeah, yeah, yeah. like there were certain parts of the build like the ceiling in here took so long yeah. and they were so demoralizing because they just kept going yeah all i wanted was for them to be done yeah and especially the ceiling because as soon as the ceiling was done i was going to move in yes because there was no longer like dust falling downwards yeah 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 it's like I can live in a warm space rather than living in a cold, cold, rat-infested caravan. That was one of my other questions, but just answered. Nicely done. Rat-infested caravan. Succinctingness, yeah. Mm. Where did you live during the build? Rat-infested caravan. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I really, I stayed in the rat's caravan. Yes. I was a guest. Yeah, the rats had you. Mm. Yeah. And uh, they, they had raucous parties most nights yeah. that kept me up. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a fun thing. And no. like, if you listen back to the podcasts where uh, I was chatting to tiny house people beforehand, you could hear the rats. No, <laughs> no, I was saying all smug, like, yeah, I'm gonna finish the house before I move in. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I moved into like the most amount of building site. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was sleeping in just a, a pile of sawdust up on the mezzanine. Uh, yeah, it was warm and it was rat-free, and so I moved in. 
Uh, it was actually on New Year's Day, mm. um, so almost a year ago. Uh, and it's crazy because like, I only feel like I've been living in a finished house for a month. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, because that's probably true. For further to, I, I listened to the introduction to yours and Yoas podcast this morning, mm. just to you know get myself in the zone. Oh, you heard my Vianetta rant. <laughs> I heard your Vianetta rant. Mm. Did yeah. how did it come off? <laughs> Very well. Really? Yeah, yeah great. Cracking. It's just because you ch- chatting away, mate. I thought I was just. Being Mr. Tangential, like no, never good. finishing a thought, man. Uh, people like that. Do they? It's the way people think. So uh, the last bit was definitely the most difficult. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. So there's that whole like eighty twenty rule thing, mm. where it takes twenty percent of the time to get eighty percent through, yeah. and that final twenty percent takes eighty percent of the time. Yes. Um, and I don't think I'd ever fully appreciated that before because it wasn't just me doing it yeah yeah um like in the heartwind days i had a team of 10 people Mm. who you know when we had a massive list of of stuff to do Mm. 10 of those things were getting crossed off every day yes and it felt like progress yeah whereas when it's my own list yeah i'd make a list of 10 things and one thing would get crossed off every week yes and it's demoralizing yeah man yeah. Um, Which is uh, also uh, <coughs> my first foray into building. Yeah? Was with Hartwin. Oh, it was, not it? Properly, yeah. And you'd done building before. I'd done bits and bobs, yeah. I'd done like, bits of renovating and stuff, but that was my proper foray into proper carpentry and mm. straw bell work and clay business and, yeah. Clay business. Clay business. Yeah. Well, those were some good old times. They were. But, yes, it is, it is a enormous knock right down to earth isn't it when between work you know between working with 10 11 12 plus people mm. to just you just good old you just that thing so i i really struggled with it at the beginning i was really excited about building this thing on my own and mm. like having you know every single thing would be my decision would be my handiwork yes. would be my level of detail uh because i'm like pretty anal about detail sometimes <laughs> sometimes when it's not friday afternoon it depends uh, yeah and i was really excited about that but what the flip side of that is that everything takes so so long and yeah, yeah you have to stop to go and buy a thing nothing happens on site yeah there's a joy in if you're you know say both of us are working and we're working on two different parts of the project and then at different points in the day we come up and see all the progress the other person's made and it's something that we haven't done Mm -hmm. it's just like this thing that has just happened accumulated yeah and the project is that much further on but if you do it on your own you're like backwards and forwards backwards and forwards backwards and forwards yeah and you keep seeing the same bit with nothing more done to it yeah 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 and the the other thing was that just i'd get lost i had this thing that just kept happening to me and i finally kind of clocked it It was like my five o'clock um i'd move into like what am i going to do tomorrow mode planning mode Uh and i'd start looking at a detail and being like okay well i'll just do that and then that and i'll cut that and then oh 
I don't know quite know how to do this next bit until I do this thing. Yeah. And then I start looking at the next thing and then I go, oh, well, you know, I don't know quite know what to do there until I figure out the next thing. Yeah. And I'd basically like turn around in a circle going like, need to figure out that before I can figure out that. I need to figure out that. And I'd spend a whole hour, sometimes multiple hours yeah. at the end of the day, just spinning in a circle. And then I'd get to back to the beginning and go like, oh, well, I'll just cut that and cut that. I'll go around again. Keep going. Yeah. Because they were unsolvable problems. Yeah. And also I was tired and mm-hmm. overwhelmed with thinking about, you know, the solar panels and the, yeah. you know, the airtightness detail and... Oh, well, every single step of it. Holding every detail in my brain. And yet, like, working with you for the last month. Yeah. There's times where I just voice the... What is going on in my head? Like, the yeah. thing that's difficult. And you don't even have to respond, yeah. but the fact that I've said dump it, it. Yeah. yeah, I've said it out loud, yeah. and suddenly it's changed in my brain. Yeah, because by virtue of you being around or next to another person, it feels like it's outside of yourself now. Someone else has received that. Exactly. It feels like it's not your responsibility now, even if it is. And it, like you say, it, it doesn't require me or any, any other person to come up with a response. No, you don't have to solve my problem. No, it's just saying it. Yeah. And that, I think, was the actually biggest thing. Mm. It's like my own brain yeah but there's a little bit of magic there isn't there because it's, if you're on your own <clears throat> and you just say it it's not the same no that's just saying it it's like to... it's accountability isn't it yeah I yeah think. yeah because yeah. you have got your own opinions yeah and if i say something to you i have to actually mean it because you know i don't want you to go like that's stupid fucking what yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um yeah totally yeah, so I'd say that was definitely the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, that's a that's a that's an excellent segue, in fact, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Into my next point, which is boringly absolute. But what was your favourite part of the build, and what was your least favourite part of the build? And if you can't put the on it, what was one of your favourite parts, and what was one of your least favourite parts? Favourite part. I don't know. There's been a lot of like whenever like a big thing happens, it yeah. feels, you know, yeah, like you've moved forward. But, Do you know, what? I'm going to reword the question. Go on. What part of the build <clears throat> satisfied you the most? Did you finish it and go, "That's really nice," you know, and that sort of self congratulatory, which isn't selfish. It's good. It's positive. It's nice. It's like I did that and it's worked really well, mm-hmm. as I imagined it. So, uh, the round with Timberframe. Yeah. And you know what? I did it in a day. Yeah. And I put it up and then it was done. Yeah. And it's, but the thing I've, I've, I love round with Timberframing. Yes. It is one of the most satisfying things to use the scribe, to use the gouges, uh, to like twist your brain to work. Uh, in the round when there's no datum. Yes. Um, I really, really love it. But it was done literally in a day. That frame went up in a day. And there were so many things that took 10 times longer than that. Yeah. That you'll never, ever see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Minuscule amount of visual impact. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you yeah. know it's making the rest of the build good. 
Yeah, exactly. But it's like details that yeah. have to be got right. Like the airtightness. Yeah. Using a membrane, you have to tape every seam. Yes. And the the, the taping has to not have any little gaps in any it. Any creases and, and stuff. If there's a crease, it? then that's an air gap. So you have to come back and like tape that over. That stuff takes so long. Any penetration through the the uh, the membrane has to be taped. Each one of those takes so long. Here's a quick question on that. Go on. Were you using slash have you seen if you weren't using the air tightness tape, which is like elastic? They can bend around corners. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was elastic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But still, if you you've got two layers of non-elastic membrane. Yeah. Using an elastic membrane over the top kind of means that it like puckers up. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you get a little little crevice. Yeah. An air crevice. Mm-hmm. So yes, it's actually kind of I actually found the less elastic stuff to be better. Right, I see. Okay. Um so that was yeah, definitely the best. And it was, yeah, upsettingly quick and straightforward yes the most satisfying part of the build being the quickest part of the build it's like, yeah come on can this just at least last three or four days <laughs> it's just can i have a week? this out <laughs> have a week of just chiseling joints that'd be a joy yeah and i suppose like mo- like moving on from that kind of thing um like how maybe a difficult question to answer but how, how did you manage to maintain motivating yourself on your own because in my experience on a build, so much of the motivation and the pushing forwards comes from gene each other up. Mm. And I know that different kettle of fish building my van took me seven weeks of intense days, but it's not nothing like a year. And that there were certain times where I mean it, it was a short enough period of time for me to just be manic. <laughs> and yeah. just be building it manically, that was okay. Yeah, you could came. have a burnout at the end of that. And be fine. Exactly. You can work 13-hour days for seven weeks, just about, and it's all right. You can't do that over a year. So how did you manage to maintain that motivation on your own, would you say? Did I? Yeah, yeah. Or indeed, did you? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was definite ebbs and flows. And I think one thing that really kept me going was, uh, I called them treat days. Yes, where like windowsills, they are an easy thing for me. Like I've made a lot of windowsills in my time. Yeah. But they were like a non-essential thing to yeah. do, but they made a big visual difference. Mm. And so if I was having a day where I was like, oh, I want to work on the house today. Yeah. I'd say, well, you could do a treat day. And I'd basically like, you know, toddler myself. Go, come on, do you want this or do you want that? Yeah, yeah, Both yeah. Both the things I want to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'd make these beautiful uh, window uh, sills. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, we're like, oh, okay, that was nice. Okay, I'll go back to air tightness tomorrow mm-hmm. or go back to insulating or... Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the way I'd motivate myself. I, I mean, I struggled. It was really... Yeah. I, I I wouldn't choose to build on my own again. In fact, yeah, the reason that you are here yes. at the moment yeah. is because I've been given this big project to do on the estate. 
I don't want to do it on my own. Yeah. Because it's no fun and it's no fucking hard. It's like it, it's in, it's what what were we saying before? Like if you've got two people, it's it goes three times faster. Mm. And if you've got one person, it takes three times slower. And also, there's the motivation lack. Like you haven't got the person to speak to, and never mind asking questions about the the, mm. the specifics. It's just the chatting whilst you're lifting annoyingly heavy bullshit up a hill <laughs> you know the only part that makes that okay is doing it with a mate yeah. yeah yeah and when i'm having a low day and you're having a high day you know we you yeah. sort of drag yeah. me along with you yeah and then vice versa and vice versa yeah yeah and that is when you're on your own that doesn't happen and no. you you can spiral so easily yeah 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 no fair play it was a, a it's a difficult thing to, to manage, mate, especially over, over the course of a year. Yeah, yeah. but but also, you know, I don't want to just be miserable about it. No, of course not. Like, because I have, I've literally, I've done literally everything in this house. Yeah. And I know every inch, yeah, sorry, every, I know every millimetre of this building. Yeah. How it goes together why i've done a stupid screw in that place um, this is it and, and the amount of days and weeks of time of, of considering that stuff is you can't quantify the value of it mm. because that then goes on to each every other project and building thing a piece of advice in a pub to a bloke or a woman he's chatting to yeah like it all pours into the same pot like, mm-hmm. like it, that that is a real fast forward in your experience and knowledge and understanding isn't it yeah, that sort of thing. Yep. Yeah, I think that's something that anybody would find doing. I certainly found that doing a van, like it just causes you. Prior to that, I'd always work with people, as mm. you were saying. When you're working on your own, you don't have the luxury of saying, "What do you reckon about this? Do you reckon I should do this or that?" And it's like, "What? Who am I going to ask? Like yeah. the cat next to me, <laughs> the postman who's just arrived? I don't know." Yeah, or or sort of deferring those jobs uh, where you just need to make a bit of brain space. So it's like, you go and solve that problem, I'll go and solve this problem. Yeah. Two problems solved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's tough gubbins. Definitely, the, that was definitely the hardest bit. Yeah. Uh, here's, I would argue, an even harder, hardest bit. Do you have any idea what building this house cost you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, I think I do. Yeah. I've got a fairly good idea. It was about immaterials, 40 grand. Materials only. Yeah. 40 grand. And I think quite a lot of tiny house builders would be going, spend so much money. Yeah. I would hope that they would also understand that this is a more quality product. Yeah. And I don't, I feel awkward saying that. Even if you just count the windows, they Mm. were substantially more expensive because of air tightness, triple pane. Yeah. So I imagine the argument that, that will be made there then is that the increase in cost of materials to produce an airtight home is more insulated like more insulated airtight all of these all of the good stuff that you're trying to achieve in this sort of build Mm -hmm. is therefore over the lifetime of the building 
going to more than justify that extra expenditure. Yes, and I think you environmentally know, more as much as financially. It used to be up until recently, it would have been that environmentally it was more impactful than economically. But then suddenly this energy spike has happened. Yes. Yeah. And suddenly everyone's going, you know, well, they're equally important. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yes, I do think over the lifespan of this, you know, this building should last at least, oh, God, I don't want to put a time on it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I would not want to design a building that lasted less than 50 years. Yeah. I want it to last a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, plus over the lifespan, it should, it will, it will absolutely cost wise mm-hmm. earn its earn its money back. Yeah, but it's also it's not just about cost; it's about comfort. It's about so the materials I've used. We haven't talked about insulation, but I've used wood fiber, um, which is you know we are building with carbon, so it's locking up carbon Mm -hmm. if anyone is listening now thinking about their tiny house build we just received a whole load of uh indie nature hemp insulation yes it is beautiful incredible stuff Mm. lightweight very insulative made of a fast growing carbon capturing uh plant that can be grown between uh uh cycles of of sort of wheat growth for example, on a, on a farm. Um, it is a brilliant product in all of the ways, and that is what I would have built my house out of if that product had just got to market <laughs> a little yeah, bit yeah, sooner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it hadn't, so I used wood fibre. And wood is a sort of harder thing to quantify in terms of uh, how much carbon is captured because there's questions about Forestry techniques. Yes. Uh, whether you clear cut a whole forest actually is maybe detrimental to carbon cycles. Broadly speaking, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's a more tricky equation. Yeah. Uh, the hemp is a straightforward win. Absolute. It's super soft. It's super soft. Super it smells lovely. great. It smells uh, we had to load a load in from. From <laughs> we had a fucking mountain of the stuff is trying to say. A, ludic- a ludicrous mountain of this stuff. <laughs> because of the icy weather on a on a hill where we're living, the van wasn't able or wasn't willing to drive up the hill, which is fair enough. It wasn't a van, it was a truck. Sorry, the truck, should I say, yeah. Mm. And so yeah, we had to handball it off and then carry it into into the suitable storage place, which was fine. But it was light and soft and nice. Mm-hmm. And not scratchy and fucking awful and cutting into your face like your yeah. rock wall or whatever else we'll be doing. Yeah. yeah. And it's storing carbon rather than emitting it. Like yeah. Spray foam or uh, rock wall or... Yeah. Know, they cost cost the world carbon. Nice, nice gubbins indeed. Good. So we've, we've costed it. We've done that bit. So, so now you're living in it. Mm. How does it feel to live in it, mate? Broadly speaking, how's it feel? Broad brush strokes? Yeah, broad brush strokes. It feels ace. Yeah, I bet it does. Yeah, really. I have to pinch myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. It, it's doing all of the things I thought it would do. I mentioned earlier there was a bit of a 
an issue with an air yeah air tightness leak yeah uh in the bathroom so there is yeah there's ongoing yeah. snagging of course there's ongoing snagging but if this is like a it's a thing that you've done, which you're monitoring constantly. Mm. So you know it performs, isn't it? And I remember the other day, as we were saying earlier, it's been extremely icy here, as it has been all over the country, I'm sure, for the last week or so. Uh, and it was one morning where my hands were taking a particularly long time to wake up. They were really fucking sore. That's mm. about half eight, nine in the morning. I remember saying to Jeffrey, like, what temperature was it in your house this morning with no heating on overnight and so on? And I think he said 15 degrees. Yeah, that was one that of the right? coldest days. Yeah, it was normally sort of 17 in the morning. Yeah, so this was like a minus three, minus four overnight day. And in the morning time, it was still 15 degrees without any heating, no underfloor heating, no log burner, no nothing on. Mm. Log burner, probably on for an hour or two in the evening beforehand, I imagine, as the standard yep. for you. And that, for me, was absolutely spectacular. Like, compare that to my van, and maybe that same morning and again with gappy doors and so on taking into account but there was ice on the inside of the windows and again the windows are single glazed not triple glazed but just the difference in living quality that that you know that that morning took a gargantuan effort mentally for me to get out of my lovely cozy bed and throw on my ludicrous all-in-one flight suit. <laughs> sexy as fuck. Extremely sexy all-in-one flight suit. But yeah, like that in itself, that, that morning when Jeffrey said it was 15 degrees, sort of was a big, like, ah. Like, that's a huge, huge, huge difference. That's like a, that's probably a 15-degree difference mm. compared to... From if you're having ice on the inside, yeah, then yeah. Like, literally. And that's, and that's what I had in the boat. Yeah. Yeah, like, I know that pain and i know that feeling of being in that bed going i yeah. don't want to get you know even the the like little toe out the side of the bed is like, yeah 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 and that's it and that is like the sort of perceptual difference a lot of people would see living in a tiny home uh, especially because of the building practices used i think probably traditionally or not traditionally but like living in a tiny home is classically a way to live more cheaply yeah and so extrapolating from that the building methods used wouldn't always be the most ideal and so a uh, part and parcel hand in hand part of that living more cheaply would, would probably be expected to be uh, a colder less comfortable environment mm-hmm. and seeing this particular house removes that as from being a necessity it's not a necessity actually that is is actually a set of mistakes or a set of wrongly placed things yeah, this house exemplifies the fact that you can live in, in this way and be extremely comfortable, more comfortable than in a lot of, you know, most houses. Most houses, like most traditionally, well, not traditionally, but... Um, most modern houses don't modern have houses as much insulation as this building. Don't does. have this much insulation. Yeah, and I do think, I, you know, that 17 degrees in the morning, I think, will be improved. As soon as I can find that leak... It's yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah. I think that should be up for like 19, 20 degrees in the morning. Which is ludicrous. It's amazing. It's incredibly well-performing stuff. We'll be back after a quick break. If you're looking for all things BMX racing, you've found the right podcast. 
Here at Lane 8 BMX Podcast, I'll speak to the local racer, the national racer, and even the Olympic level racer. I'm talking kids to the weekend warriors and much more. So get comfortable, turn up the volume, and remember to snap on green. There is nothing compared to a passive house, which has, you know, twice, three times as much insulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah. But just for your standard person's perception of a tiny home, Mm. something that would be of this sort of size, that is really, really impressive. That's good numbers. That's some good numbers. Good stats. That's some real good numbers. Um, We've alluded to it already. Going to be moving into woods. Into woods. When is that happening, mate? Spring. Yeah? Uh, yeah. The uh, I need the ground to harden up. Yes. And also, I need to do some work in the woods to make it ready for me to, to go. Yeah. Uh, the big exciting thing in my world is to build a workshop, oh. which will be creating a craft school. So, teaching people green woodworking... Uh, folk traditions, yeah, book binding, basket weaving, all kinds of good things here in Exmoor. Um, I want to make it a hub for good people to come to and and be connected to nature. A hub for good stuff. A hub for good stuff. Yeah. Um, also, a really, really nice place to live yeah. um, for both myself and yourself. All right. F5. Yeah, boy. Oh, did your elbow? Yeah, it did. <laughs> Quite well. Crikey. Um, yeah, so that's the future plans. Mm-hmm. Whether or not I've got any time to do any of that at the moment, there's a whole lot of projects here on the uh, the estate. Yes, indeed. That are due to be finished at the same uh, time as I want to move. Yes. Um, and at the moment, they all seem to be ramping up to say, you're not going to move in time. So maybe it's a sliding scale and... I might have to kick down the hill ever so slightly the move to the woods. Maybe. But, yeah. Maybe. So if you can... just hurry up and come back from your holiday. Stop pissing around and travel over too long. I know. Yeah, yeah that's very true. I'm with you. Um, Jeffrey. Hello. Jeffrey Hart. Hello. You've built a tiny house. I've done it. Other people would like to build tiny houses. Yep. Got any advice for them? Ooh. What are your top three bullet point advices? The first one. Yeah. Listen to the building sustainability. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Um, I actually mean that in all seriousness. Yeah. Because I've gone through this journey and I've used the podcast to find out information I needed, mm-hmm. there is a wealth of information from people way smarter than me. It really, really is. Thanks, man. And they really, really are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, use that and, yeah, learn loads of stuff and make informed decisions. Um, that would be big advice. Uh, don't think that 150 mil is too much insulation. But I think people are worried about the internal space. So they're like, oh, we couldn't possibly put 150 mil. We'll just put 100 mil of insulation. It's like that extra 50 mil makes a huge amount of difference. Yeah, right. And like the way we're sat now, it doesn't feel like a small space. No, not at all. It's 
you know, plenty big. Fifty mil off each wall yeah. is that much more. Yeah, wouldn't even enter the mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, it's worth that extra. Yeah. Um, what else would I say? Natural materials, cork. If you can go cork, I really, really love cork as a sustainable, uh, renewable material. It is pretty fucking smashing. Um, have I got any other top tips? Embrace biophilia. Embrace biophilia. Get more biophilic. Mm. Get your biophil of it. Ick. Ick. Don't get bio, get biophilic. (laughs) Feels like you're doing like an aerial advert. (laughs) It's massively. Aerial, (laughs) non-biophilic. Aerial, wood in your washing machine. (laughs) So I think we're done, are we? Sorry, everyone. Uh, no, we're not. The very most important question. What does it weigh? Oh, oh no, you didn't. <laughs> shit. So that is actually an interesting question. Yes. Um, because I did loads of spreadsheets uh-huh. and I calculated how much all of this stuff weighs. Yeah. And I knew that I was going to be just under the weight limit. And then I put a massive timber frame in. (laughs) So what I've done is I've made so much of this stuff removable. This bookcase is, I could take out three screws and the whole thing comes down, posted out the door. The desk is basically sort of slotted in like one of those old um, balsa wood. Do you remember those like... uh, uh... Yeah, like a plane. Yeah, you make a plane or you make a dinosaur and it just slot together. That's what this desk setup is. Right, I see. So all of that can come out. That's a whole load of weight. That wood stove, I can take that out. I can take out all of the the flue pipe. I can take out the oven. I can take out the fridge. Frigidero. So, yeah, my weight calculations were based on all of those things being included. Yes. It'll be really close. So but you're... Even with removing all that stuff, I think yeah. it'll be really close because I've really focused on making it energy performance. Yeah. But I think even if it does come overweight, I'm pretty sure you can just stick it on the back of a flatbed. Yeah. And instead of towing it as a trailer, you just yeah. flatbed it. Doesn't carry matter. it yeah. as a thing. Yeah. Uh, and also, what does it weigh... Number two, what does it cost? You said it cost about 40 grand in materials, but mm. an interesting question is what you think it also cost you in time. And uh, Yeah, good question. Um, I think if I, I insured it for 120 grand. God damn. Yeah. That's a... Sizable chunk of money, isn't it? An amount it? of money. Yeah, so for me to work for a year... Uh-huh is 50 grand and it took me more than a year yeah yeah i don't know if it would be a model of building like if i was selling these yeah i don't know if would people pay 120 grand i don't know in today's bloody market mate well exactly who fucking knows it's a hard thing to quantify yes it is but if you push if you puss. <laughs> if you puss. <laughs> Go on. 
<laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> what happens if you buzz? <laughs> yeah, if, if you add material cost to time cost, yeah, it, that is how much it costs. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think, yeah, as we've said, if two of us or three of us made this, yeah, then the labour cost would come down. Yeah. So this one on its own as like a prototype, yeah, 120 grand. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe it'd be 100 grand yeah. for the exact same thing built again. Yeah. Yeah, if people want to buy one, get in touch. Give a shout. I don't know. That's not something I've ever really thought about. Why not do it? Why not? Well. Or build your own and live all of those agonizing decisions all by yourself. Yeah. And enjoy them and don't enjoy them, but be in them. Yeah. It is good. It's a fucking satisfying. I've not built a tiny home like this, but I've built a much, much tinier home. You built loads of other things. I built lots of other stuff too, but there's a deep, 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 deep level of satisfaction in having done it. Mm. And also, you need to have the tools to do the thing and the experience and knowledge how to do the thing or the friends to ask about how to do the thing. It's, it's a fucking... It's like when someone says, how much would it cost you, cost to build this thing for me? <laughs> it's like, well, so... how long is your piece of string? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, how far back do you want to go to me investing in all the things which allow me to do this? Yeah, it's, so, it's such an impossible question to answer. Yeah. But but it's a thing, and, and it is, like, if you can do it, if you've got the time, if you've got the time and the wherewithal and the access to tools or money to get the tools and, and you can do it over a long period of time, fucking great. Fill your boots. Go mm-hmm. for it. Such a satisfying thing. And then anything in between. It's a sliding scale, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey. Hello. Are you satisfied with that interview? No, begin again. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I feel like I need to do the outro music, don't I? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the out- I can't wait. I'm going to pop a cracker and in celebration. Is it sad to do a cracker on your own? No, it's not. It's extremely cheerful. Okay. Can you so, just nod when I should do it? Yeah. So I'm going to do the outro music now, having drunk oh, as much as we drank. There we are. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> right. <laughs> Beautiful. and Jeffrey Hart on building sustainability. <sighs> Woo! <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <laughs> well, that is it. Part three done. Thank you so much to Mike Hill. Wonderful company, good chats, asked excellent questions, is far better at this job than I am. Maybe we'll make this a Christmas tradition. That's it. Uh, If you've got comments on any of this stuff, head on over to the Building Sustainability Community. Uh, That is a Facebook page uh, where you can chat to the other listeners, query details, share ideas. Um, Thank you for listening all the way to the end of the third part of this Uh, i hope you are having a wonderful christmas if it's not christmas i just hope you're having a brilliant day and all that's left is really to say thank you so much for listening to all the podcasts this year it's been a good one it's been a bit of a roller coaster i think i say that every year uh yeah see you in 2023 cannot wait all the best see you bye